what are the solutions you're focusing on delivering? IBAN first is a payment institution regulated in Belgium. So our clients are mainly corporates, SMEs who need to pay or get paid uh, a client uh, cross-border. So uh, so we are good in doing FX on uh, on also to uh, in doing payment, sending money all over the world. Obviously, we are cheaper, faster, and more transparent than a typical bank. So it's reason why clients are, are coming to us. I hesitate to bring this situation up, but in the UK, there's a general election, then there's Brexit. What's that going to mean for the business you do? Brexit is a horrible situation, I think, for Europe and for UK. And uh, I used to work in London a long time ago, so I'm very sad of what's happening. The situation for us, actually, for the company, I've been first, is quite good because, I mean, most of our competitors uh, historically are coming from, from UK. They are on where regulated in UK. So with Brexit in the future, it's going to be very difficult for them to do business uh, across Europe and also for their client. Actually, it's going to be difficult to continue to do to do business, for example, starting to Euro with a UK broker uh, based. So, uh, so for us, it's big opportunity actually to get those historical clients from a historical broker from UK. So are you saying this is yet another consequence of Brexit, that, that a, a UK licensed broker will not be able to operate as easily in Europe after Brexit as they do now? There was something good in Europe called the passporting, where you had a license in one country, and from this country you could do business everywhere. So us, our licensing is in Belgium, so we can do business everywhere in Europe. We can still do also business in UK until now, but actually uh, we don't do so much because we have some competitor, uh, historical competitor in UK, uh, so it's fine with us. But for the UK broker that needs to have client in Europe, it, it's, it's, uh, it's more challenging. That's a polite way of putting it, I rather think. All right, let, let's move on from Brexit. I don't want to focus on that as a topic. Talk about um, currency exchange. You, you mentioned that the way your firm operates and the way I assume your competitors operates is in a much more transparent way than banking. This is obviously good for businesses. Are there any other hidden costs they need to worry about? No, de- definitely. So it's, it's good for businesses because, I mean, we are more transparent, meaning that when a bank is telling you that they are taking half a percent as a fee to sending to do FX, actually they are taking more than half a percent because they are taking half a percent on top of a spread that is totally hidden that you don't know. Uh, so with us, everything is transparent. So there is no extra cost. You see the the real time FX rate from interbank markets plus the rate uh, that you are going to be charged. So and you can see the difference. So you can see also what is going to be your margin, and you you can decide to proceed or not with us. How does this plug into something like open banking and PSD2 and the customer experience for business? Everybody seems to talk about retail experience, but let's talk about your focusing on business customers. Let's talk about the, the business customer experience. Yeah, I, actually, I think the the biggest use case uh, for open banking right now uh, is is for businesses because first, I mean, when you do payments, when you are a CFO, when you do a payment, is is something very administrative. It's not very fun. So, uh, if you are confident in the price that your broker is giving you when you do cross border payment, you don't want to spend a lot of time on it. It's just pushing a button, and uh, and so uh, the experience is is very important. And and if you can have a good experience with with uh, uh, with um, a company like us, you are going to use us. So, 
with PSD2, actually your, your experience can be even better than in the past. On the, on the use case is that if you want to use us, you have to send us at some point Sterling, for example, Sterling on your Sterling account with Iban First. We have an account with Barclays. You send your Sterling uh, to your account at Iban First in, uh, in Sterling. Then we do the FX and then we send Euro or Dollar elsewhere. So, so you need to do two operations. First connect to Barclays and then connect to us. So it was what you had to do in the past. But now you can access directly to your Barclays account through uh, Iban First. So on our front end, you see your account at uh, Barclays, your account at HSBC, your account at Socie Societe Generale in Europe or elsewhere. And you see all those accounts. And then you can decide to, to do one thing, to say to Iban First, I want to pay this guy on the other side of the planet, meaning that if, when you tell us that, it means that we are going to do a payment from your Barclays account to your account at Iban First. We do the FX and then we send the money elsewhere. So it's, it's just like one operation instead of like uh, three operations in the past. That's what you're offering now and into the future. What was it about your background that led you to create Iban First? My background is actually... Uh, so I, very long time ago, I worked a little bit in London and uh, in a dealing room doing FX, and I was a French uh, French guy in the dealing room, and uh, and then I saw that a lot of my friends they were trading FX for their own account, so retail people trading FX, and then I I looked at France and I saw that it was not possible to trade FX for for its own account when you were uh, a normal guy in the street, so. I, as a French regulator, I, I could get a license in order to, to provide this service. Then the regulator told me, okay, you need to have this kind of license. So then I, I create a company called Combist, which was the first company in France. So I quit my job in London, went back to France, and then I, I set up the first company doing FX brokerage for retail. Uh, it was uh, back in 2006. This company worked very well at this time. I mean, FX brokerage for retail was a booming business. And then uh, I, I sold the company to Saxo Bank, and, uh, uh, and I continued to grow this, this business of uh, retail FX through, uh, with Saxo Bank, and I became uh, head of Western Europe for Saxo Bank. At some point at Saxo Bank, I was just uh, an employee, and I, I like to be an entrepreneur. So I said uh, to start a new business again because I see a new opportunity. Now it's not uh, revolutionized uh, FX brokerage for retail, but there is something to do for corporates. When you link a payment to an FX operation, then the service is not good from banks. Uh, we can do something uh, in this space. Then uh, the reason why I, I quit Saxo and I, I start up uh, Iban First. Do you think, and, I'm, and there are lots of people in, in a sense like you doing this, in, when I say doing this, I mean creating businesses within financial services in the fintech arena. This is changing the shape of the way we do business. I use that phrase advisedly because it is not just, and I mentioned this earlier, it's not just about the retail customer experience. It's actually going, probably, it'll take longer, but it is going to shake up more the way businesses bank, the way businesses manage their finance. Yeah, I like people like you who say that because I also also definitely what what I I think I think when you are a business uh, on your business owner or CFO, you want to have a, a, a relation, uh, you know, uh, cli uh, client to provider uh, with with your providers. So I I compare ourselves more like a B2B SaaS company than, than to, we are m closer to B2B SaaS companies than, than to a bank. Because, I mean, in banks, 
historically service is not good and uh, you know banks were on top of monopoly for very long so so they never tried or they never they never never were scared to lose a small business they didn't care basically so for us it's exactly the opposite so service is in the center of what we do this is where the revolution is happening because i think now when when you set up a, a business you can have uh, tools that are like really better uh, when you are talking about financial service so i'm not talking only about fx but also probably if you do a, if you need a factoring service, if you need loans, uh, if you need financing or a lot of stuff like that or, or credit cards for your employees, you have a lot of companies provide you, providing you better service uh, than a typical bank. So if you are, I mean, smart, and, uh, it's, it's better to, to, to find those companies and uh, going to, uh, to Barclays or, or another one huh? so, uh, uh, and ask for everything. Pierre Anton, thank you very much.